Hey, hello all my fantastic fanatics. This is your man, Dr. Usher, and we're going to be talking about the Don't Say Gay Bill. Now you might be asking me, what is this Don't Say Gay Bill? The Don't Say Gay Bill is an assault, and let me first start off by saying it's not just an assault, it's a lie and an assault against parents. Because this is what this alleged Don't Say Gay Bill says. I don't even know why they call it the Don't Say Gay Bill. It ain't got nothing to do with Don't Say Gay. What it has everything to do with is parental rights. Because you got to understand that it's not the school's responsibility to educate the values of your child. It's not their job to instill your values as a parent. It's your job as a parent. The Bible gives you this right as a parent to instill the values you want in your child. Not some government institution, not some individual in a classroom that you don't even know. See, I don't care if you're gay, straight, whatever you are. You don't want someone teaching your kids values that you don't necessarily agree with. That's just flat out how it is. And so what's going on in this, in this law in Florida, and what's been going on in the classrooms that many of you don't even know about, what's been going on is this. A kid can come to a Florida classroom and claim to be, you know, they might be a born a boy, but they'll tell the teacher, I'm a girl and I want you to call me Susan. And the teacher is told not to notify the parent of the change. So now the teacher is forced to call a child by a name and a gender that they were not legally given by the authority of the parent. And this is all done behind the scenes. And I believe that it's wrong. And the Bible says that it's wrong. And here's what the Bible says about it. Go to your Bibles, if you will, to Proverbs chapter 22. We're going to go to verse 6. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So this is telling you as a parent that it's the parent's responsibility to train up the child, to train the child in values, to train the child in morals, to give the child the direction that he should go or she should go in life not the school. But let me tell you what the devil is doing. See, the word of God can be applied by anybody for any situation. See, the word of God is teaching us to apply this for the good of mankind. But what if the devil used the same principle here and applied it to what he wants done? Well, that's what he's doing because the devil has recognized that if you can, if you can attack the children, if you can train the children to believe and act a certain way, what does the Bible promise us? The Bible promises whatever you train the child to be, he will never depart from it when he's older. See, the Bible didn't say train up a child in the good way, train up the child in the way of righteousness. The Bible is telling us whatever way you train up that child, he's going to follow it until the day he's till the day he dies. It's, it's right here. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So if you train up a child to be whatever mindset you want this child to be, that child will be that way forever unless the Holy Spirit steps in and radically changes his mind. But for the most part, this is a biblical principle that they are using against the body of Christ because now they've gotten smart. If you want to change the future, if you want to get what you want the way you want it, you start messing with the way a child thinks. But there's another aspect of messing with children that you guys got to understand. When you start messing with children, you open up the wrath of God. Flat out, P. 
period. Because Jesus said himself, it is better for you to tie a millstone around your neck than to offend one of these little children or to cause them to stumble. And Jesus ain't playing games and God is not playing games. And the moment we start messing with children, see, we already got them thinking certain things. You know, let's say we got the, like the, the teenagers and tweens. We got them thinking certain things. We got these kids being injected with drugs to, to, you know, a boy wants to be a girl, so he takes a hormone. A girl wants to be a boy, so she takes a hormone. And we're injecting these kids with all this junk. And we think that God is going to be pleased with that. No, he's not. Now they're getting even worse. Now they're going after children. Now, listen, children don't need to be thinking about nothing but butterflies and ponies. And unicorns. They're not, there's no child that I know, unless he's been sexually molested, that's thinking about, oh, I want to have sex with a, another boy. I want to have sex with another girl. Oh, I want to be a girl when I grow up. I want to be a boy when I grow up. Little kids ain't thinking about that unless you put it in them. Because the Bible is clear. Train up a child in a way he shall go or she shall go. And when she is old, she will not depart from it or he will not depart from it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a world of hurt right now. Because if you as a parent don't stand up for parental rights, all is lost. The future is lost. Because once they get a hold of these children and they start indoctrinating them with all this weird gender ideology crap, the future as we know it won't be the same anymore. And it, it's horrible what's happening. And they're using the word of God against us to do it. So what you can do, and again, if you are a gay parent, I want you to hear me out. If you got a child that wants to be straight, I'm thinking that you're not going to try to convince that child to be anything but straight. But what if that child goes to a school where then you know they're malicious actors on both sides of the fence. And let's say this child goes to that school and that teacher, for whatever reason, starts to indoctrinate your child and convince the child that, oh, because your parents are gay, you're gay. Is that right? Is that fair? Now, deep in your heart, you know it's not. Let's take another extreme. Let's say your child is gay and your can teach their views on sexuality and say how, oh, you're, you're gay and this is how, this is okay. But what about the opposite? What if the child is talked to by a Christian teacher who tells the child, hey, that's a sin against God. That's wrong. Is that something that you want to do? Because what you're doing is you're opening up the door to allow other ideologies in. See, it's not just going to be you fighting against, oh man, you know, my child don't have the freedom to be who my child wants to be. No. It's also going to be the Christian or the Muslim or the Hindu who's going to speak up and say, oh, you want to talk to me about this issue? Well, my personal point of view is that it's wrong. It's against nature. It's against God. And you're going to be upset by that. So whose job is it to instill these values into these children? You as a parent, you don't want to give up your parental rights to allow a school system, an educational system, a political system to socially engineer 
your child's values. That's what this is all about. I don't care what NBC says, they're lying. I don't care what Action News Jack says, they're lying. I don't care what WJXT says, they're lying. You know, it's not a, it's not a don't say gay bill. This is your parental rights that they're going to take away. And see, you think they're fighting for you. The whole purpose of this government ain't got nothing to do with you being gay and supporting your rights. It's about the elites trying to stay in power. And they'll manipulate you, they'll manipulate black people, they'll manipulate women, they'll manipulate anybody they can as long as they can stay in power. And it's all about political elitists who want to control and dominate our lives. Why? Because they just, they crave power. People, this is about power. This ain't about rights. They don't give a crap about you or your children. They want power. And if you don't stand up, and fight against this and support parental rights in the classroom, parental rights in the schools, they're going to take everything you got, including your children. Hitler did it. <gasps> you mean to tell, you're trying to compare this to Hitler? Yes, I am. Because look at what Hitler did. Hitler took these kids when they were children, trained these kids up. I met two twins. I used to, I used to work at a flea market in Jacksonville, Florida. And I met these two twins. They were older ladies. You know, I was in my 30s at the time. They were probably in their 60s. And they were telling me how they grew up in these Hitler training camps where they were taught what to think, how to think about Jews and black people and all this stuff. And they were indoctrinated. And they told me, even until this very day, they still struggle with it. Even though they knew that I was a nice black guy, they still felt like, man, but I, but I have to fight that because I don't trust you because you're black. And it's not because you did anything bad, it's because I was raised that way. They took us away from my parents and they started indoctrinating us. ISIS did the same thing. They would take these kids away and they would indoctrinate these children. The Mujahideen did the same thing. They would take these kids away and raise up holy warriors. See, you got to understand people, this is about power more than your rights. And if you don't wake up and pay attention, everything that we want in America as far as freedom and liberty is going to be stripped away from us because the Bible warns us of a time that the governments are going to turn against us as believers, against those who stand for righteousness, truth, and freedom. The Bible warns us that they're going to turn us over to authorities thinking that they're doing God a favor and they're going to chop off our heads and brutalize us because we stand for the truth. Those times are coming, people. And I'm warning you, if we allow this foolishness to continue, it's our fault. And we're going to open up the wrath of God on this planet. Y'all think that COVID was just a fluke. I don't think COVID was a fluke. I think COVID was a warning. I think Putin was a warning because we see as liberals, we get into this mindset that we, we think of the world as a utopia. And we think that everybody's gonna be good because we're good by nature. When are you gonna realize, liberal, that the world is not good? Man is evil. There will always be evil people in this world who wish to do you harm. And you can't build a utopia as long as evil exists. And evil will always exist because man in and of itself without Christ is evil. We're bad from birth. I know the, the social scientists will tell you, oh, this is all learned. This is, man can be good. Man is born good. 
Putin is a rude awakening to millennials and Gen Z that, hey, there are bad people in the world that will kill you at the drop of a hat if you let them. And you need to wake up, everybody watching, you need to wake up right now and recognize this is a dangerous world we live in. And no matter what you do, you're not going to rid the world of evil. And you can't build this utopia where we all just kumbaya and get along. You can inject medicine. You can brainwash children all you want. All you're going to do is perpetuate the evil inside of man. And the only thing that restrains evil on this planet, listen up. The only thing that restrains evil on this planet is Jesus Christ. It's salvation through Christ. The only reason why we have compassion on this planet is because of Jesus Christ. If it hadn't been for that Jew named Jesus who died on the cross, who taught for 30-something years on this planet how to love, how to forgive, there would be no mercy on this planet because you better remember what life was like before Jesus was on this planet. It was all out murderous. People slaughtering people, people dying, people. It was a bloody, hateful planet. The Assyrians slaughtered people. The Mongolians slaughtered people. The Romans, the Greeks. I mean, come on, look at all the wars that were fought. Those wars were not fought over religion. They were fought over power. Evil men with evil ambitions to rule other men and to enslave other men. And the only reason why we have compassion for the poor, we, the only reason why gays have the liberty and the freedom to be who they are is because Christians were taught to have compassion. But when you strip the Christian of its right, of their right to be who they are and to follow this book and to pervert the word of God to promote your agenda, you're erasing the very foundation that gave you the freedom to be who you are. And you need to wake up and recognize you're playing a dangerous game and you're going to lose. Oh, well, I'll be dead by then. Well, your children are going to lose. And your children's children are going to lose. And they'll end up in bondage. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. If you stay on this path that we're on, where we're messing with gender identity and all this hormonal stuff, America as we know it won't even exist. Because it'll be full of sissies and confused people that are too weak-minded and too weak, too weak -minded to fight, too scared to fight. Because all the good men will go to war and leave all the weak people behind who can't even think straight on their own. They need their medication just to be who they are. And then the enemy will just come in and slaughter us all. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what is going to end up in this world we live in. And it's, it's sad to say that it's going to end that way. But it is. It's really going to end that way, people. And you just got to recognize right now, as I close, you got to recognize that the only help for tomorrow is Jesus Christ. That's the only help. Rachel Williams gave uh, 1 Corinthians 6, chapter 6, verse 19 through 20. You know what? Let's just go ahead and read it. I mean, she put it up there. Let's go ahead and read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and let's just see what it says. 
Because, you know, this lady has been studying the word of God. And let's see what it says. We're going to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. And here it goes. Or do you know that your do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. Rachel, that was a good word because we belong to God and we're supposed to do things his way. But if we're not careful and we seek to do things our way and we pervert God's creation, man has never gotten anything right. and We're never going to get anything right. And everything that we touch, we screw up. We're going to screw this up, too. And there will be hell to pay. I'm telling you, people, this is only the beginning. And I plead with you right now. You got to come to Christ. You got to have a real awakening to understand that Jesus Christ is your only truth, your only way, your only life. He's the only way to get out of this mess. He can change whatever issue you're facing right now. If you're facing gender identity issues, turn to Jesus. Well, I was born this way. Jesus said you must be born again. Well, Ralph, my mind, I, I, I believe. No, Jesus said, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. So when you're following Christ, it doesn't matter what you think or believe anymore because you are laying down what you are when you're taking on what Christ says you are. And that's where it stands right now, people. That's where it stands. You got to wake up. You got to wake up. Choose this day whom you will serve. You're going to serve Jesus? Or you're going to keep on going down the path you're going? You're going to serve man and mammon, man and money. You'll bust hell wide open. Nobody wants you to go to hell. I don't want to see you go to hell. I don't want to see you fail. I want you to have a fruitful, prosperous life on this planet. But if you keep messing with the word of God, and you keep perverting the word of God, and you keep ripping away the foundations of the faith of those who gave us liberty and compassion. Do you think man's going to be compassionate on their own? Man had 2,000, okay, before Jesus Christ came, I'm going to guess maybe 300,000 years, maybe a million years of man being on the earth. No compassion whatsoever. And you think that without Christ, man has the capacity to become compassionate? I mean, the Jews had Jehovah God, and they were the most compassionate of all. But even at that point in time, before Christ came, even their compassion was limited. So do you really think that man has the capacity to be compassionate without God? Are you crazy? No. Turn to Jesus. This is the answer. He is the answer. My name is Dr. Usher. Do as much good as you can while you can. I'll see y'all next time.